joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Grimace! America's That's what number it was. one sportsbook app. Don't Damn forget it. to hit that like button, subscribe over you to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. What? You look you like swear. Grimace. Grimace. That's the name that? I was from uh, McDonald's. Oh, I need to Google this. Hold on. <laughs> she's got kind of a John Lennon thing going yeah, on. Too. She's very, uh, yeah. Lindsay, for all those <laughs> that, like all my, that are just like listening to the show, um, is very British today. She's got Billie Eilish <laughs> vibes going on, uh, even though Billie Eilish is not British. I, I love that, what, it's uh, it's like 91 degrees today, and she's like, time to bust out the sweaters. <laughs> it's fall. You know, it's a you little know, chilly. Listen, you know how they always say dress for the job you want? Well, I think you should dress for the weather you want, okay? And I'm ready for fall. She's been doing that all summer. So she's been sure. trying to I'm always to ready for fall. She wears her beanie because she wishes it was cold outside. It just... Hey, guys, I hate to interrupt, but mm. we do have a breaking news going on right now. Okay. What? What's that? What do we got, Emma? Um, a catastrophic event has happened. What? In case any of you guys didn't know, Gerald got engaged, so sorry, ladies, he is taken. <laughs> hey, hey, wait till the fucking camera comes on, you asshole! <laughs> Might as well do it now. <laughs> oh my god. That scared the shit out of me. Oh my god. Jeez. Hey. Oh my god. Here we go. Congratulations, Gerald. Oh, thank you, guys. We better move ASU to the other studio. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the absolute shit out of me. Dude, that was loud. I'm not cleaning it up. No, it's good. Of course, Espo had a premature freaking explosion. <laughs> Champagne showers all over. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Okay. Congratulations, but, but real talk. Congratulations, Gerald. In case you guys didn't hear, Gerald proposed this weekend, and she said yes. And we are very happy for both of you. Um this is just going to be a really fun PHNX wedding coming up here in the near Yeah, year. buddy. <laughs> fun is an understatement. Fun. Finally, somebody involved with the Suns that knows how to get a ring. All right. Yeah. All right. So Sam in the chat said, did you guys know he was going to propose? So, Gerald, we're going to put you on the spot right here and mm. tell the story because it was adorable, you guys. <laughs> adorable. So last week, I believe it was Tuesday, right? Because, Gerald, you left on Wednesday for vacation? Yeah, yeah it was Okay. Tuesday. So Tuesday, we're here. We're doing the show. Everything's normal. The show ends. <laughs> And we're all sitting talking about post-production stuff, right? It's like post-show stuff we have to do. Hmm. Gerald immediately gets up out of his seat, darts to the table over here on my left, gets in his backpack, turns around, and giddy as all hell was like, <laughs> guys, guess what I'm doing this weekend? Look at this. It was like he could not wait for the show to end soon enough so that he could tell us what was going to happen this weekend. And it was so precious, and we were all excited. The whole office came over, and everyone was screaming and yelling and jumping up and down, and... It was a really cute moment. So yeah. we didn't know. Long story short, we didn't know. <laughs> yes. She was mad at me because everybody knew. Like, So we went to her friend's wedding. That's why we were in Minnesota. And so that was on Friday. And I pretty much showed everyone and their mother around her, all of her friends from college, the <laughs> ring, to make sure they knew what was happening. So it was... Uh, 
she was a little upset and I coordinated Aww. like with her sisters and everything. She has, she's the youngest of, I think eight sisters, seven Holy sisters. Crap. So yeah. So they, it was cool. Cause they were all there for it. So that was a, that you was got, a nice, you benefit. got the family permission. They I did went through that. All right. I did. Yeah. They nice. got her away from her parents like the night we got in. So I got to talk to her parents and ask for their permission too. Leaders. So I was, yeah, I, I definitely was. Um, Cause there, there's a, there's a language barrier there. So I had a, a, a translator too. So it was nerve wracking, like pouring my heart out and then waiting for it to be translated. <laughs> but yeah, no, they were, That's gave cute. me their blessing. So yeah. The best, Aww. the best comment so far, uh, the girth gave the missus the max. Let's go. <laughs> yes, I did. Also love uh, Josh in the chat. PHNX son's going to lose half their subscribers now <laughs> that he's unavailable. So. Yeah, totally. Although we've got confetti stuck in the ceiling. Yo, I have so much glitter on me. Right <laughs> it's going to be stuck in this computer for the rest of its life. All this glitter. But it was worth it. That was super fun. Um Anyway, sh- congratulations, Gerald. Thank you. Almost anyway, time. transition yeah. back to business. Thank you. So, DA and Monty. <laughs> we will get to that. But first, let's talk a little bit of Jay Crowder because it appears that another team has entered the chat for the Jay Crowder. Welcome to the day. shit show. Sham Sharania reported today that the Hawks may be interested in a trade for Jay. I'm Sham Sharania here with breaking news presented by AT&T 5G. Sources tell me the Hawks have emerged as a suitor among interested teams in Suns forward Jay Crowder. The Hawks and Suns have had conversations in recent weeks and months, I'm told, as Atlanta has seen if there's a pathway to bring Crowder into a big three of Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, and John Collins. Several teams have been engaged on a potential deal for Crowder who remains away from the Suns as both sides work on a resolution for his future. So I think that half of Suns Twitter has taken this one way and the other half has taken it another way. So I kind of want to get a gauge as to where you guys are at. Some people think this legitimately is a new team that is showing interest. But then also when you listen to exactly what Sham says, he says they've had talks in recent quote, weeks and months. So other people are speculating that this might just be a leak by the Suns to potentially drive up the price or create some interest in Jay. What side of the fence are you guys kind of sitting on right now? Uh, I mean, I, I don't – I think that they genuinely have interest in trading Jay Crowder. I think they've they've been trying to trade Jay Crowder, so I don't I don't think it's really a we, – we know other teams are interested. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's just the the nature of the business right now. And uh, I'm kind of happy that the the Falcons are or the Falcons the Hawks <laughs> the Hawks are into this because you know some of the potential pieces that you might get back from them are uh, definitely more appealing than than the other teams so far. You know what I took away from it was Shams needs a home studio because it looked like the poor guy was uh, coming to you live from his hall closet. It was not a uh, not the best look there, uh, and and I love the guy so, but. Uh, I, I tend to think this is either Jay's people saying, oh, there's people interested to try to spark the market or the Suns trying to do something like this. Everything we've seen when it comes to James Jones is deals that get reported never seem to be the ones that actually get done. That's It's true. usually very tight-lipped, and we haven't heard anything about it by the time a trade comes down. I, this may not be the uh, the exception to the rule, but that, that was kind of my read on it, that it was, hey, 
teams interested, but it didn't sound like anything was imminent. So Right. It, it could just be trying to drive up the market from Jay's people, from the Suns, but the Suns do rarely leak stuff. Like like rumors or, of, or reports about trades for the Suns barely get out there. So, I'm, I mean, the Hawks have made sense as a trade destination for Jay Crowder, to me at least, for a while. Um, just because they are that younger team that's looking to make that next step. You need veterans to do that. And Jay, for the way that he's handled the last few weeks and whatnot, months, um, has been that kind of consummate pro. He's a guy that can help you on both ends of the floor. Um, the one thing about the Hawks as a trade destination is, you know, Jay Crowder wants to start. He's clear. He's made that pretty clear in forcing his way out of Phoenix. I don't, that's not going to happen in Atlanta, probably. Like, John Collins is their starting four. Maybe you start him at the three, but they like DeAndre Hunter, who's a lot younger. So I don't think he's going to get his wish. And not that that should stop the Suns from dealing him, but it might stop the Hawks from being willing to give up things that would actually help the Suns. I mean, is it that he feels like he should start anywhere, or is it that he feels like he should start in Phoenix? And because he's not starting here, that's the problem. I I think it's more the Phoenix aspect of it than he feels like he has to start wherever he goes. Well, that would be interesting to me because if he – feels that he should start in Phoenix for a title contender, a team that won 64 games last year and is going to a Hawks team that really under, you know, they didn't meet expectations last season and he's being told to come off the bench. I feel like he'd still have a problem with that. Potentially. I mean, maybe for all we know, maybe Hunter's a name that they've discussed as part of, I I don't know. I said, notice how Shams didn't mention Hunter as part of that big three though. So I would be shocked if they included DeAndre Hunter in a in a trade. I love me some DeAndre Hunter. That would be fan. That would be fantastic if they did that. But even throwing in a first round pick with Jay Crowder, I would be shocked if the Hawks took that. Well, Hello brings up a good point. As much as it was about starting, it was also reportedly about the long term contract, the extension that he wanted to. So it's right. two pieces of that. He might be willing <clears throat> to take a back seat and come off the bench if he knows that the potential to get an actual longer contract is available. Well, yeah, yeah. because if he secures the bag, it mm-hmm. means less to have to start. If he's on a one-year, you know, he probably wants to start to show off uh, what he can provide in a starting unit. So it makes yeah. sense. All right. Well, even if we are on the side of this probably isn't likely, we're going to do some Trade Machine Tuesday on a Monday afternoon. Trade Machine Monday. Train machine Monday. Train machine Monday. Monday. I tried so hard to get Lindsay to sing Monday for me. That was better though. She just needed the one word. Monday. And Lindsay was like, what is going on? What's happening? I think that's better than I could have done had I sung it, Emma. Honestly, that that was perfect. Monday. 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 <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on into it. The first one we're going to take a look at here the Suns get Justin Holiday, Jalen Johnson, and a lottery protected 2023 first round pick. And the Hawks get Jay Crowder. What do you guys think? Uh, not terrible. I like Justin Holiday. We He was rumored to be uh, in part of the, the trade packages last year, uh, especially when we were looking at trading Jalen Smith. So. Um, to finally get him in the fold would be nice. He's a good shooter from the outside. Had a good year last year with Indiana. Not a bad move. Uh, Johnson, meh. Um, and then the first-round pick is also nice, too. So, um, you know, listen, 
not only are you bringing in a, a, a piece that can contribute, but you're also getting another valuable asset that maybe you can leverage down the road for, I don't know, a good good player. <laughs> it's another holiday. You can sit on the bench, too. Oh, wow. boy. Uh, Here okay. we go. Just, just had to sense. go there. Does Monty play the holidays, Just had though? to go there. Does he? Does he, though? Ah, humbug. I do not like holidays. <laughs> I, look, I, I think uh, Jalen Thompson's interesting, too. Young guy, young power forward. Uh, didn't get a lot of run last year in Atlanta. Got some time in the G League and put up numbers there. It could be the kind of guy you take a flyer on and becomes that young power forward that you're trying to find. Where does that phrase come Smith? from, by the way? Take a flyer on. What's, take a what flyer. Is that, what does that mean? I hear that all the time, but I'm like, was there like? I don't know. Is flyers? it like a flyover head or like a literal flyer where I think you it's a like flyer? Like yeah. Oh, like, you know when you pull the, the little pull things, little like thing the, and then you call. call yeah. It's take a chance on trying to do something. Um, there you go. Take a flyer. We figured it out. Yeah. Take a flyer. Um. Sorry, were you done? I I don't know. I, I just <laughs> saw just jumped in there and grabbed the brain. Look, there there is one man on this roster that I think they should target, but they can't until December fifteenth. Yes, Mr. Frank Kaminsky. Mr. Frank. But, yeah. Okay, Frank I got it. I looked it up. Hmm. So it derives from the famous <laughs> flexible flyer sleds. What? And that what? taking a flyer means taking a wild ride, taking a chance, just as we did by when we were kids what? by sledding without helmets. That's really? what it says. On the, that's first, it? the first I, thing, that's what it says I on mine. I literally was about to Google it right now so as well. I was in the middle of it. So, so what? Taking that's a flyer literally should be mean. Um, you're riding a sled without a helmet. You're not being metal safe. Sled, let's go. You're being irresponsible and unsafe. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. well. That's so, that's hey, let's just take a flyer on this Johnson kid. Huh. I, Interesting. Just get on, that, get on that plastic sled and let's get this Johnson kid. Oh, man. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I feel like this trade, I like it more with the first round pick attached. I don't know if the Hawks would be willing to include one. Um, but it's still not terrible without the pick. Um, you know, Jalen Johnson doesn't really do much. He's kind of salary matching purposes, him being included. But he is also 20 years old and he's a power forward. So if you need a little bit more depth there, which I think we've talked about before, they could use some depth there. That would help. Um, and Justin Holiday, he's an underrated defender in addition to being a good shooter. He'd help their wing depth. Um, and that's another piece that, you know, depending on what wings you're sending out in a potential trade, maybe at the trade deadline, maybe in the future, it doesn't hurt to have his salary uh, to kind of supplement that. So not a not a exciting trade, but not a bad one either. Adding a first round pick, though, becomes paramount in some of the things you may be chasing later. Yeah, in that the would year, it'd so. be super helpful for sure. And I I'm of the belief you're not going to get a first round pick for Jay Crowder. So if you find a way to convince a team to part with one. I think James Jones has uh, more than done his job in that situation, to be honest. I've sure. also lowered my expectations. I don't expect any movement with Jay unless it comes later on in the year, mm. like much, much later on in the mm. season, to be exciting. Yeah. I just yeah. kind of expect it to be a move because the move needed to be made. Yeah, here's a couple warm bodies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. All right, the next trade we're going to take a look at is the Suns get Bogdan Bogdanovich, the Hawks get Jay Crowder, and Dario Saric. And you can do this deal with Landry in place of Dario as well. The numbers work. So uh, 
I've oh, always been say? fascinated with Bogdan's <laughs> game. I think he could be that guy on the bench that becomes one of your primary scorers. He also can handle the ball some, uh, and it comes full circle because the Suns were the team that drafted him. He just refused to ever come here mm-hmm. uh, from Europe. So I, I don't mind this. Again, if you put Dario in, yes, you have a size issue at that point. If you put Landry in, uh, you alleviate that somewhat, but who knows what the Hawks would want. But I, I'm i intrigued by that one at least. Yeah, I think with that one, what I struggled with was, okay, which one would they prefer, Sharks or Shamit? Shamit, obviously, you have extra shooting to put around Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, which would be good. But the contract lasts for longer. Sharch isn't expiring. And they also, the Hawks, if you look at their depth chart, they could use another, a little more depth in the front court, um, especially at the center spot, which is when I put this trade together, we didn't know Sharch was going to be trying to play power forward here again. Um, so that's why I went with him. My question is, like, if they had to include a first-round pick to get this deal done, if the Suns did, would you still do it? No, because then it precludes you from some of the larger moves that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'd like to keep that open. Uh, Bogdan's not quite at the level that you torpedo other chances. There are some guys that I'd feel like, okay, that makes sense, but I don't think Bogdan is if you have to include a first. I wouldn't include a first at all. Um, and obviously, you know what I'm about to say. Um, I definitely would swap out um, Sarich <laughs> for uh, Shamit. Mm-hmm. Um, and some have already said in the chat, and they are correct, <laughs> that I would drive him all the way to Atlanta if need be. Oh, man. Um, so there's that. You get to save some money, sons. There you go. Mm-hmm. I, did, you, did anybody see Hello's comment to me? Mm-hmm. Because obviously you're going to lose <laughs> size of this. Well, Hello says Espo size doesn't matter. I think hello may be my wife. It may be a burner account. So. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Why are you doing that? Dude, that's, that might be the first ever self-blast. I have never. No, I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't know if self-blast is the right word either. No. No, no, no. So, Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> I have no words. Uh, Champagne showers. (laughs) We've gone full circle, folks. Don't get fired, Espo. We're just getting started because the season's next week. Don't get fired, Espo. Me. Don't get fired, Saul. (laughs) The boss did it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hello. You're done. Uh, You're done. Uh, where are we going here? Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure my fiance is watching oh, this show. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> She's like, what are you guys she, talking about? She may be um, rethinking that proposal. <laughs> here come the bot Saul. So what, yeah. what were we talking about, Gerald? Uh, Bodan Bogdanovich. Uh, yes. He's a guy that averaged like 15 points a game off the bench. He can play make a little bit. And if we're talking about needing a bench, Lindsay, stop. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, shit. <laughs> Is there anything left in this? Uh, oh, no. Oh, fuck. That's All rough. Right. <laughs> we did it. We, we broke, broke Lindsay. Lindsay. We're in preseason. Oh we fully broken Lindsay. We finally did it. Oh. <laughs> She's hiding behind her hair. Oh, that's amazing. She's literally crying right now. Oh, my goodness. No. Can we please get back to Bogdan? Bogdan, 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 Bogdan How do you think he'd fit in with that second unit? Yeah, I think he'd be great. Yeah. I, he would just have the freedom. He would just have the freedom to blast oh. away from three-point range whenever he wants. Oh, so he's good from deep, huh? Oh, God. Guys. Oh, 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I had. I couldn't resist one more. Oh my god. I, mean, I, I got you. I got you. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you want to bet on guys from deep? Uh, oh, DraftKings. Use the code oh. PHNX. I'm not serious about waterproof. You got one shot. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I had a 14 team parlay last <laughs> yesterday. 14 team? Yeah, 14 teams. You bet half the NFL? I got everything right except for two two games. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but the only the only problem was is that the early games um that's where the two games were. If it had those waited till the afternoon, then I probably would have Made myself a nice little chunk of change. How much were you? Uh, Five dollars okay. would have got me twenty-five grand. Oh, oh my could God. you imagine that? Oh. That would have been so. Uh, awesome. Someone would be like, "I'm off this <laughs> week." Talk about excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, yeah, but anyway, use promo code PHNX, and then you could use, uh, and you can get yourself uh, a nice little uh, return what? on any bets uh, in the NFL. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add. You can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? So it's simple. Draft, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. <laughs> use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If you guys, if there was a, a line that you could, or a bet on DraftKings of which month you think Jay is going to get traded in, October, November, December, or later, which yeah. one would you pick? October. I think he's going to get traded by the end of the month. I take later. I think it's after January 15th where a bunch of those other guys become available. I think he's just going to be a <clears throat> off on his own kind of forgotten thing by the time we get to January. Yeah, I think it's either October or January. Okay. I think. So a good amount of time. Yeah. Remember that's promo code PHNX. <sighs> Not, the sports don't like use that. the code that Brian Catano said. <laughs> 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 But you can have a blast betting on uh, DraftKings. So, oh, man. Listen, it wasn't my fault. Like, between the three of you and the chat, it was just all too, too much. much. I mean, the, the chat definitely took it to You guys out. made it. Listen, if you're listening to this on audio, I just recommend every once in a while at least coming over to the live shows because the chat makes this even better oh, yeah. sometimes. And we try to read as much as we can, but also... They have a life of their own. Y'all yeah. are a little... Y'all are a little dirty at times, so we're not reading all of your comments. You need to come over to YouTube and see Lindsay's face on, on the on-demand. Yeah. Dude, I literally look like a, a strawberry. It was so bad. I don't think I've ever seen myself turn that red. Um, but you could also see it in person at Four Peaks on our last Wednesdays of the month. You can come hang out with us there. We also have a lot of really fun stuff that we're working on cooking up with our friends over at Four Peaks. We make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Also, we do give dibs to... Go PHNX members mm -hmm. uh, first for some of these really cool events. But if you have not checked out Four Peaks, highly recommend you check them out. They have some really delightful beer. Their brewery down in Tempe has some great food as well, even like cheesecakes and things like that mm -hmm. for the holidays and whatnot. Um, so highly recommend you check out our friends over at Four Peaks, whether you're looking for some great beer, some good food, or really good atmosphere to just hang out in with whoever – um, you want to hang out with. Just a reminder, though, you do have to be 21 years or older to drink the beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. Okay. We, we, just so we know, okay, I'll let the rabbit out of the hat for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, we do have some significant, cool takeovers Ooh. that we will be doing for the first time uh, on the Suns. Mm -hmm. We haven't done a takeover for Suns yet. Wait. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
Damn. I'm so excited. Amy's in the chat. Amy's in the Nobody chat. here is allowed to make a speech at our wedding besides Lindsay. <laughs> oh, Amy. Amy. Everybody. Amy. Amy. We are BFFs. Let's Amy. go. Listen, Let's Amy. go. Listen, Amy. <laughs> Who did all this for you guys? <laughs> Who bought all this stuff? That was um, me. I, I was a part of this, so I mean, don't I, act like you and I weren't texting. Gerald was a today. part of it too, apparently. Did you text him instead of me? In the group chat. Is this true? Irrelevant. Hey, I'm can I show speech. Amy my graphic? Yeah, no. show, show her the graphic. Amy, as she... my sibling said at, at my wedding, may your ups and downs only be in the bedroom. Oh, oh my God. Well, we know Espo's not invited to give a speech. Literally, Sorry. my sibling said that. So. Oh, my All right. God. Uh... Just unreal. <laughs> anyway, I'm wow, sorry. this show I has been special. You, I was just so excited. These really, really exciting times. Go ahead, continue, Saul. I don't you were letting the cat out of the bag. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some sons takeovers, and Amy's not invited. Um, <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're gonna do some some takeovers, and I think our first one is gonna be next month. But stay tuned. Yes, Ooh. but we definitely will do one in December, January, and February. Exciting times. Exciting times, y'all. Okay, so there is a preseason game tonight. Mm -hmm. Suns are in Denver. Yeah, I know. It's surprising, right? (laughs) Unfortunately, if you're going to watch this one, just watch it with a grain of salt. You know, just know what you're getting into ahead of time. You can't. I mean, that's illegal stream to watch it. It's on Altitude Network in Denver. So. Yeah, so you could find it if you try it I, hard enough. I am asking our DMVR friends to FaceTime me and just put it at, <laughs> at the television. That's what I'm doing. There you go. Uh, we, do you want to know? I, I'm not even going to say it. Okay. So the Suns have quite a few people on the uh, injury report for tonight's game or just Denver. not with the team. So mm-hmm. uh, we got Josh Akogi's out or a questionable, excuse me, with a left hamstring strain. Cam Johnson is out with that right thumb strain. Cam Payne is out with that right finger sprain. Landry Shaman is also out with a left hip strain. Dario Sarge is not with the team for personal reasons. And then, of course, Jay Crowder is not with the team. Who the hell is playing tonight? <laughs> They're going to play. Starters are playing Dwayne 40 Washington minutes. Washington <laughs> Jr., watch out, everybody. Yeah, there you go. He's going to get some run tonight. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, are you guys surprised that there's... We've added some people to this injury report, or is it just one of those things where it's like, I'm a little sore. Let's just put you on the injury report. Uh, players don't give a shit about preseason. Neither should the fans. And you take the days off whenever you can get them. So, yes. I mean, I hope the personal thing for Dargo isn't anything mm-hmm. major. I mean, that's the the first thing you think. You know, would be nice if you got to see Josh Akogi tonight. Uh, just because you have so many guys out, you may be able to – Get an extended look at him, which would be nice. One of the newest players, but I mean, it's preseason. Who cares? Run Dwayne Washington Jr. out there for forty-eight minutes for all I care. You're trying to figure out and understand what you have, not trying to win the game. Uh, so I'm okay with it. It opens up opens up opportunity. The good news is Monty had said um, in practice earlier last week. Sorry, um, <laughs> that. Uh, he was trying to get the starters back to their normal amount of minutes for the third preseason game. Fourth game, they probably won't play much. So we'll probably see more starters tonight anyway than we normally would have, um, which is good because half the bench is out and missing. But Espo, I'm kind of surprised you didn't take this opportunity to uh, put on your tinfoil hat with Landry and Dario mm-hmm. both missing. I would say, <clears throat> if it wasn't personal, like, listen, as wasn't, a personal reason yeah. for Dario... I'd put on the tinfoil hat, but okay. when you put that, 
I don't feel like you use that designation if it's just because a guy's being traded. That's true. Unless he's all up in his feels because he's being traded, then it would be personal. So put on the tinfoil hat, <laughs> Dario and Landry on their way out with Jay for something big. What a workaround. Uh, Josh, I Hunt, Josh Hunt is a million percent correct. If we win, I'm still talking mad trash totally, to Totally, as you 100% A million percent, should. because the first thing we'll say is, oh, if you only had Jamal Murray. Nah. <laughs> <sighs> I, I would be, I like your tinfoil hat thing, Espo, but um, with this one, I would be so shocked if Dario had big emotions that were even remotely close oh, to a Jay Crowder kind of type of emotion. I'm just Dario's kidding. Dario's too nice. Oh, like, no, just, he's just too gentle. I meant like sad that he was he was oh, leaving. Like, that, heart, that heartbroken. Maybe, not maybe that one. I could see that one. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the situation with preseason games happening tonight between the Suns and the Nuggets. I know it's not a ton, but it's also still preseason, so let's not dive too much into all of that. Um, do you think we'll be able to get the glitter out of these seats from more furniture from our popper? I think we're going to have to go sp spelunking to get it you, out of you, here. First of all, you gave that fucking bottle the Vulcan death grip trying to twist the bottom it of it. It wouldn't turn. I'm like, it, it was so easy to twist. You, did you twist it? I was helping How you twist you it. How would you know? I hope you get over the edge. <laughs> None of this is getting any better. No. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Uh, I don't know, but there's glitter everywhere. I think it yeah, adds. It's, it's from your hands. I'm, I'm from aware. It's all over. Yeah, so stop rubbing your hands off on the furniture. But I think it adds to this I think furniture from more furniture. I think it makes it a little bit more sparkly and fun. Adds a little pizzazz to the furniture. Not that they really need it, though, because everything over at More Furniture is pretty great. <laughs> nice and right now, you can spruce up your home during their fall sale at morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com. Plus, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. So you get a little extra bang for your buck over at More Furniture. Uh, oh, today. I don't want to yes. know what's happening. Today. Am I, are you taking my words and making them no, something? No, the chat. Your yeah. words okay. at the end. Hello. Yeah, it has one heck of a comment in there. And it's just, come on, buddy. It's a family show. Sometimes, We've got some like screenshots to take a look at do. today. First up, let's talk about DeAndre. And look at this photo of him. I cannot believe DeAndre and has his bags packed and is ready to leave already. He's oh, saying, wow. look, I got the bag and I'm getting on a plane. It's over, people. Oh, We're just kidding, you guys. It's just him smiling on his way to Denver, <laughs> smiling, pointing to his backpack that says, what, Arizona? There's a wildcat. Wild, yeah, right. Can we so. can we finally get past this? The dude's smiling. He's happy. <laughs> okay, time to move on. Yes. <laughs> well, now we finally can because we actually we heard from DA. Can we? We did. Yes. So <laughs> we can. <laughs> Dwayne Rankin had a one on one with DeAndre in at AZ Central. And Dwayne straight up asked DA, like, have you guys talked? Are you a good? What's the sitch? And DA has cleared the air for us. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, DA responded, yeah, most deaf. I mean, we talk, man. At the end of the day, it's like we're trying to contribute to a win. Everything is back to normal. Nothing has changed. Um, in addition to that, DA went on to say that, you know, at media day, he came out kind of bland. He was trying not to give people a storyline, essentially, and that kind of backfired on him, sort of made it a storyline that he was bland because that's not who DA normally is, mm -hmm. right? But it was it was. According to this, it seems like it was not intentional. Mm -hmm. He went on to say, 
Y'all know the relationship between Monty and I. Everybody knows the relationship between Monty and I. If you want to stir things up, that's on you. Let you guys run with it. But we're here to work and try and win a championship. This has been a non-story for 14 days. Uh, I don't know about that. Come on. I think it was exaggerated, but I do think... Like, as much as he's saying he was trying to be bland at Media Day and that we picked something up and ran with it, like, there was a noticeable change in his demeanor. And after everything that happened this summer, that's worth asking about. And when we did ask about him and Monty, he made it a point of saying we haven't talked in four Mm -hmm. months and being short and being upset. I think what happened was he was clearly upset. I think Monty didn't understand how upset DA was and until it blew up that day. And then I think they buried the hatchet. They'd talked and... Now we can put this behind us, but um, I, I do think it was exaggerated, but I don't think that like we did something wrong by just perceiving what was in front of us. I'm I'm talking more about the Chris Haynes of the world that were like, it's a morgue. Oh, yeah. It's you know, all these. There was this. Uh, yeah, of course, it was going to be a somber mood mm. in that in that media day. And I think that got compounded with the D.A. stuff and it became this huge DA's miserable. The whole team, the vibes are bad. Like right. that storyline has just been ridiculous for two weeks. Which, and it's completely unfair too, because you can't, it's that the mood was dictated by something that was unrelated to the players themselves, at least these players. And it wasn't their fault whatsoever. I so that's not fair. Judging <clears throat> I don't think it's just strictly that though. Like, yeah, I know like that whole week, honestly, the whole off season led to that media day. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't just the Sarver stuff; it was everything else that was lumped into it. Right, uh, you know, and I don't think it's unrealistic to sit there and say like, not, you know, that like a hundred percent of this is just because of the Sarver stuff. I think there was other things uh, that that led up to it. You know, Da wasn't happy about how everything unfolded either. That's why his demeanor was different. Is and his demeanor wasn't just different; it was. A complete 180 from what he usually is. And I think when you see things like that, if you don't ask the question, then what the fuck are you even doing there? Like, you got to ask the questions and find out what is going on. And then you get more information like they don't talk. And then you start to put pieces together and you start to make assumptions about the way the relationship is. I don't think anything was blown out of proportion. I think this is two guys. Give me that, a break. I don't think two guys. I think this is two guys that didn't handle the situation the best from money right after game seven and the day following game seven to the way DA handled that press conference and everything in between. That's what I think. And I think, I don't think that's completely wrong. I, there's nothing wrong with saying that those two kind of bungled this whole thing and now they're moved on and they're past this and that's it. Yeah. But the whole, this is, this is a death omen for the Suns. This is going to be a bad season because of this. I mean, it spiraled into the most ridiculous takes because DA shouldn't have been happy about the way it played out. Mm-hmm. If you're him, they you want them to offer you the money. They should have offered it to you last year if you're him in his mindset. Then he comes in. On top of it, he finds out th- that the guy that was owning the team right, you know, had all these issues that obviously affected him when he read that. Like, I don't think his demeanor, there was anything wrong with that, with everything that went on. And I don't think there's anything wrong asking the question. I think you guys did the right thing in asking the question. That's not my problem. It's how it spiraled after that. And it's not necessarily the media. It was all these other people that have some DA agenda spun that up as well. Like it took on a life of its own 
for two weeks to the point where Monty had to get pissed off that people were still asking about it, that that DA has to do a one-on-one interview to just say, yeah, of course, Coach and I have talked. Yeah, but, but, but that's not the only thing that's but, in this but interview. It's also like, no, I know. You're talking about a, a, a culture that has been built over the last two years with Monty or three years with Monty and CP3 and the organization. The vibes have been – they were – all-time high for a year and a half, and then they get obliterated in a game seven, and everything seemingly just was just in shambles. You know, it was it was crumbling underneath you, whether you want to admit it or not. So, and then this is the first time we get to speak to everybody, and everybody's kind of down. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a fair assumption to make that shit is not well right now. Like Everything was in I shambles? Get, I get, I get well, yeah, the way everything was kind of playing out. Like, everybody and their mom on the roster, except for CP3 and Booker, was gonna get traded this yeah, offseason they, like it's all stupid rumors like there wasn't anything that destroyed this team yeah but there's but coming off the game seven the covid stuff the trade rumors the da contract the sarver stuff like every story that we got this summer other than devin booker getting his super was max negative. was a was a shit show so and, and da acknowledged that in the article he said there's just so much that went down the organization we have to keep ourselves private because Dwayne asked him, like, the vibe just feels different this year. Like, it's not the same. So I think it's okay that it was, instead of assuming, like you're saying, it was blown out of proportion as far as assuming that, like, DA was miserable here, that he wanted out, that him and Monty hate each other, all that stuff. Like, people took what was reported, what we were hearing DA and Monty say, and they blew it way out of proportion. But I do think there is something to the fact that, like, this summer was kind of hard to stay focused. And that's why so many of them were in the gym. Cause it's all they could do to like, especially in a longer off season, keep their mind off of this stuff. Like if the Kevin Durant trade rumor was the only thing that happened this this summer, that would have been the number one story because it was a huge thing. And like game seven, like we've talked about game seven so many times, but that was the most miserable moment arguably in this franchise's playoff history, which is saying something. Yeah, but if it happened in game six and they lose by three in game seven, it, the offseason takes a different tone. It's because everybody had to sit there with that being the last memory on the court that, right, that but, made it. it yeah, I don't but, think the players carried that, and I believe DA says that in there too. It was like they, they didn't care about it. They, You realize you got to move on. It's not about what you did last year. It's about what you did do this year, and you're in the gym. I mean, that that's the way but, you but shut several, out the noise. But several players have already said that they – they still use that as motivation. Well, of course you're going to use so it as motivation. Still, clearly they think But you're not it. dwelling on it like everybody else sat well, all summer using it as some how, story I don't know, because even Cam Johnson at Media Day, wasn't it Cam who was like, how when he was asked how often do you think about Game 7, he's like literally every, every day. day. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I don't know how you use something for motivation but not dwell on it too. Like Because I it's think not... It's, I think it's a, a it can be a mental thing, right? Like you can address it and sort of have it Repop in your head without sulking about it. More like trying to dissect it, try to learn from it and grow from it. It's it's a you can you can go one of two ways. You can look at it as a positive as a learning aspect, or you can look at it as a negative and just sit there and be pouty and upset about the whole situation. But you can still think about it on a regular basis. Yeah, haven't you ever had somebody not believe in you and, and you use that as motivation rather than sulking in the fact no, that I dwell on that shit forever. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it does depend on the person just, though. Cause yeah. like, it, you know, we talk about this team using it as motivation or dwelling on it. Like the truth is it's a collection of individuals who all 
tackle this kind of thing differently. But I think the larger point was just like between game seven, between all this, everything that happened this summer, they had reason to go into the season with the vibes feeling off. And that's what we saw at media day. And so I think when we reported on that, people started twisting it into, okay, what does it mean? What's the reason behind it? And it could just be as simple as there was a lot of bad shit that happened this oh, yeah. summer. What I will say, That's though, fair. is to your point about, like, it feeling like a Morgan shit, like, like yeah, it, like, it, Mark Spears coming out and saying, like, it felt like it was, like, you know, we were at a funeral or some right. shit. I'm like, bro, like, calm the fuck down, first of all. And how many days have you actually spent around this team? Now, if he's talking... It it's it feels like you're at a funeral compared to other media days. Okay, I could see that because it is it was a drastic difference. But um, I overall I I have a good I I just feel confident in the fact that why people made the assumptions that they made about the vibes being a little bit off comparatively to the years before just because of what had happened and transpired during the off season. I think Da makes a good point though. The the vibes will be different after everything they experience this off season and it should be more internally because they did take a lot of heat they took you know there were so many rumors all that that i think that galvanizes guys together rather than needing to show off these vibes externally like the preseason celebrate cel- right. or pre uh, game celebration stuff and everything like this is now all right we're in this together we got to prove that we're not those guys from game seven. We need to prove that all this noise and this crap from the off season didn't distract us. I think that would change your mentality. Right. Last year was an, an absolute, oh, damn it. I hate to use this word again, but last year was a blast. It was a lot of fun. And everybody enjoyed it. And then the way that it ended, <laughs> God, this is getting worse. Left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. So. <laughs> So, <laughs> when you come into this season... I hate all of you. I just need you all to understand how much I hate all of you today, of all day. I wasn't trying to do that, honestly. I swear I wasn't. Congratulations, Gerald. The point is, we're supposed to be all business. Gerald, clearly that's just not like going to happen. X-rated. Oh, my God. It was God. supposed to be all business. No fun involved, <laughs> For the Suns, it's all business. Clearly, for us, it's oh, not. But you changed man since seeing I, oh, I guess <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't be proper anymore. All bets are off with Gerald. Oh, I agree, though. I, I agree, though. They have to come in locked in and ready to go, mm-hmm. uh, and and taking a different approach because, as we've joked, welcome to hard. This is where you are now. This is going to be difficult. If you want to prove everything this offseason and and the end of last year didn't impact you, that you are still a, a championship contender, you have to come out and, and work hard this the, this first few months and prove yourselves. Uh, that That's what has to happen. You have to be locked in. I, I tried to get us back on the rails. You did. You did. You did. You you did. did. I tried. Good job. Good job. Um, I just like how you just like – we're saying it, and you knew you were walking into it, I knew, but you couldn't I, stop from right. saying it. You just had to. <laughs> I love it. All right. Next up, <sighs> as far as screenshots go, uh, if you thought that Dwayne The Rock Johnson would make a great NBA owner, well, I got bad news, my friends. Um, what are the odds you'd like to add an NBA team to the mix? Because the Phoenix Suns are looking for an owner. Are they looking for an owner? They are. <laughs> 
I love Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not running for president. I know you want to be a present father. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the Phoenix Suns, we've got some good play. You're not going there, are you? Well, that, I mean, that's the thing. It's like if I become an owner of the Phoenix Suns, then there goes, you know, a lot of my time is... No, bring the girls to the game. They'll love it. I know, but what about pickups and drop-offs and my... Yeah, all the daddy stuff. Yeah, no, that's... Right now, everybody in Phoenix are like, listen, we appreciate that, <laughs> but we right. need an owner. Yeah, we need an owner. <laughs> the oldest of four girls, I appreciate you wanting to be a great present dad. Oh, thank you. Thank dad. you for saying nice that, Nice to Tara. see you. I appreciate Seriously. it. Thank Good to see you, too. Apparently, he's not interested. Sorry to kill your hopes and dreams, as but he'd rather as, hang out with his kids. As much as Tara Hitchcock tried really hard to get him to say he wanted to own a piece of the Phoenix Suns, it ain't happening. I just am curious... Why did she get up so quickly to leave? Because they have a rotation. So Josh Kilman actually told me a lot about this because he used to do these yeah. all the time. You have like four minutes with those guys. That's it. And your time is like strict. And as soon as that time is up, get the hell off. The next person has to come in because they only get like an hour to do these things. That's so. fair. But why didn't they put like a full screen over it so it didn't look so awkward of her being like, okay, thanks. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, okay, bye. Bye. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Would he make a good owner for a team? Well, doesn't he own the XFL or whatever? He is a part owner in the XFL. That is true. So maybe he has experience. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to own anything. Maybe. I'd, I would like a, a multimillionaire who I can feel good about as a human being, but also at the same time, when's the last time he was in a project that went well? So hopefully Black I Adam. Did you just throw shade at all of his movies? A little bit, yeah. Wow. Bit. Black Adam Gerald, better not fail. I mean, Gerald is a hater. Wow. I, okay, Gerald. I love The Rock, but like we're talking about uh, probably the highest grossing actor, ath, uh, but, uh, action actor of all time. But what were the good movies? I Can you smell Jumanji. what the yeah, girth Jumanji is cooking? I like Jumanji. Juma I didn't see Jumanji. Oh, well, that's on you then. Hey, mm. you, you didn't like uh, whatever in Hobbs? Shaw and Hobbs, no. Hobbs and Shaw, no. whatever. I like Fast Five. Walking which Tall. One, which one was five? Walking Tall, uh, where he carries around where he a. He fights Vin Diesel. Uh, okay. Rico's burner says Tooth Fairy. Oh God, that was cute. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth has got it. Stop. Moana. Yeah, this is that cool. we love is Moana. You're welcome. Moana's great. Well, there Moana's you go. Great. That's the last time. Right. Right. We answered your question. Okay. Thank did you. you ever find the CD from The Rock? I think I did. I think it was called Pie. So one of my friends after Thank the show it. texted me and and sent me a YouTube. It was called, the song was called Pie. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was god awful. <laughs> it did not bring I listened back, to it. It did not bring back the same memories that I had when I was a kid. It was awful. So. Very bad. At least that, at least I can let that die though now. We can, mm. I can move on having listened to it one more time. Anyway, uh, I think you guys should pop some OGs. Not the sleep edition ones, the regular ones. And rewatch this episode because I feel like it would be funnier the second time with oh, yeah. a little OGs on your side. Um, it could be, I'm just saying, it could be a really good evening plan. Or you could listen to it on your drive home if you just need an, another little pick-me-up after a long day of work. I'm, I'm pretty saying. sure today was an aphrodisiac. Oh, just, no. Yeah, like, mm. oh, no. Anyway, uh, I highly so recommend you guys I, check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com. I haven't said anything. Oh, that's not true. You should go back and rewatch. Yeah, I feel like you, you were just as guilty as the rest of us. At least I didn't 100%. do the motion for champagne showers. That is fair. OGs did launch their brand new sleep edition gummy, and you guys won't want to sleep on these, so... 
These are two to one THC to CBN ratio gummy and CBN is the compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. And this uh, sleep edition gummy comes in their new aqua berry flavor, which is really, really yummy. So again, online, ogsbrands.com, Instagram at ogsbrands, or you can find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. We're going to go now because I can't handle any more of That's these it? shenanigans. That's the end of the That's show? That's it. That's the end of the show. What? Uh, you kind of need to clean this up. Gerald, congratulations <laughs> once you. again. Thank we you. are very Thank excited you. for you and Amy. And um, we'll help you plan all of your parties and yeah. all your shenanigans whenever you need hat. something. Oh, you have a top hat? I do. Oh, I'm excited to see Saul that. Saul would have a top hat. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rock the Dumb and Dumber orange suit with the top hat. Oh, yeah, oh just, for, <laughs> just for all you, right. Jared. Well, we will see you guys tomorrow. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. We hope you had a blast today. Oi, oi. <laughs> Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G.